the fire is strong. I remain on, I remain on, through the fire of a stone, I remain on, uh, trial by fire, trial by fire, it's the trial by fire, it's the trial through the fire of a storm, I remain on, it's the trial by fire. All right, all right, all right. Welcome everyone to the Armchair Bookers Podcast. I am your host, Joshua Joslin. It is great to be talking wrestling and this week I'm going to be sharing my feelings about AEW and then a little bit about my feelings on the follow-up to the big Summer Slam programs. So let's hop right in. AEW. All right. Um, not a big fan uh, in general. I don't watch a lot of it. I follow it. I watch some clips. Um, so uh, feel free to yell at me. Why do you have such a strong opinion if you don't really watch it? All those angry things that AEW fans throw at uh, non-AEW fans, and this is not a knock just to AEW. A lot of what I'm going to say pertains to WWE as well, so um, any anger and hatred, feel free. Let's go. Let's talk it out. Let's talk it through. I will share, you will share, and we'll get to the common agreement, which is AEW lacks in a lot of ways. Let me start with something that is equal to me across all wrestling. Independent all the way up through the second tier uh, AEW. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Not second tier. 1B tier. Um, super kicks. They're everywhere. They're absolutely everywhere. I get it. They're pretty. They sound great. Um, they really, you know, they're using the right spot in the match. You're like, whoa, oh my god, caught them. But what comes after is nothing. You know, a, a quick sell, back up, and, and we're off and running again. You know, stereo super kicks. Um, you know, super kicks off the top rope, everywhere. You know, you, 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 you've seen a super kick done in every way possible, but it very rarely leads to a pin. And that troubles me. I grew up with Shawn Michaels super kicking you and getting a one, two, three. You don't kick out from them. The Usos, oh my god, going down in history as one of the best of all time tag teams, absolutely. But super kick, super kick, super kick, it takes away for me from certain matches that they've had. Young Bucks on the AEW side, super kick party, Arr, that offends me as an old school wrestling fan. Don't embrace something as silly as a super kick, but they have and it's like, I just don't, I don't agree with it. Um... <clears throat> Uh, what happened to a good old-fashioned, well-placed punch? I feel like it's more kicks and less punches. Elbows um, and kicks. Throw a good punch. Um, that should knock a guy back. You know, that should give the stun. Um, I, I, I think that there's certain fundamentals, the old-school fundamentals, that have been lost uh, in, in favor of bigger spots. So please, if you're still listening to the old fogey uh, talking right now, continue to, because there's moves that are that can replace the super kick or at least, you know, back them down a bit. Okay, done in the right time, done in the right situation. Love them, I do. I have to, through all the time. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, just just dial it down a bit. Just dial it down a bit. Usos, Young Bucks, everybody that does more than one or two in a match, uh, dial it down. Um, booking is going to kind of blend into some other areas that, uh, that I, that I struggle with. Um, 
let me go from with booking and start with the start and stop booking of so many um, wrestlers who have come over with with some some push behind them. It all started with Sean Spears. He was the the chairman, you know, and within I think a pay per view he was gone. Uh, in terms of some screen time, you know, I don't know what happened injury wise or, or what, but he has not been relevant really since. Uh, in terms of what I've read and what I what I see, I rarely even see him on a card. Um, Miro came over hot. Uh, he's actually been on social media saying, "I'm waiting for them." You know, so for for a lot of this talent, they said the same thing in WWE. So it stinks to see them come in with so much of uh, so much hype behind them just to see them kind of fade away, just like what happened to them in WWE. Uh, Lance Archer, Darby Allen. It is way more about Sting. Every every match I read about, it's always going to be a, a tag team, and it should be with Sting. It should always be a tag team. He cannot carry a match. Not knocking on him. He's old. It's okay, Sting. Um, but every match ends with me hearing about Sting, not Darby. So I think that Sting is starting to pull Darby down. I don't think Darby can, can turn heel because I think there's, it's a heel-heavy um, show. But uh, it, something has to happen there because he's had his push. He's, he's back down. But right now it's all about Sting. Brian Cage won the FTW championship. I mean, it was handed to him. The FTW, I think, is, is an absolute jinx. But we'll get into that later. So you have Brian Cage who has faded away. Hook, who came in hot. He has faded away, and he's got it, man. He's got the, the stud look to him. I don't know if he can carry a long match. Um, I know that he, he's gone, you know, several minutes, you know, extended, but what can he do against a, in a big program where he really has to talk and really engage a little bit more? But we won't know because he faded back away. Wardlow, another another guy who, you know, who did an interview um, I read through uh, Wrestling Inc., uh, great source, um, Wardlow talking about it's been really hard for him to kind of disappear from wrestling. He worked, in, you know, and he's, he's you know, had some, some mental health issues, which, you know, I'll talk about extensively as, as we come across those stories. Um, that really sucks to hear because, again, he was on top of the wrestling world. He was in that upper three, four, five, two, three, four, five uh, wrestlers being mentioned uh, when you're talking about wrestling in any aspect, WWE or not. You know, people were already saying, "When is WWE going to be able to take him take him from AEW?" Is that he was that big, and then he's just he's just gone. Um, he had that match with MJF, and that seemed like his peak. That should have really propelled him to a big belt. Not saying that, but into the main event scene where he can really you know see exactly how much he's developed. If you don't have that confidence in him, why did you spend so much time focusing on the Powerbomb Symphony? It got him over. Um, uh, you know, it de- devastated MJF. You just are dropping the ball with a lot of these guys, and you know it, it stinks. It really does. Um, the other side of that uh, it, are the dream matches that come with you know that I have to tie into booking. It is great to see uh, the matches that we've seen. Omega and Osprey will never disappoint. Daniel Bryan and, um, you know, his dream matches that he's had with the Rainmaker. Get out of here. Like, legit dream matches. But beyond a promo, beyond a call-out, uh, beyond some social media banter and some history that, 
you know, you, you as a re- you have to know as a wrestling fan, there's no outside of that bubble that draws people in. You know, it 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 doesn't really do anything for the wrestling fans who are on the fence, like, uh, maybe I'll just start wrestling, watching wrestling again, unless they don't know them through the internet. A lot of these guys, um, you know, what's the what's the urge, you know, um, what's the the big point in some of these guys wrestling? Um, so I want to see more behind that. Give us a few weeks of legitimate drama and, and face-offs and, and, and things that make me want to see this dream match other than a whole bunch of people saying that we want to happen. We want to see it happen on their keyboards, sending it out to, uh, all the message message boards. Tony, you don't have to read them, dude. Don't waste all these big things in such a short amount of time. You guys are young, young roster. Let them build, man. Let them let them grow with some some good stories. Um, I'll come back to dream matches later. Later, uh, we're looking at like a thirty minute show, so let's you know continue and let's make sure that I'm going to focus on some good things. Again, before I get there, though, uh, I want to talk to women's division. I think that's an easy target. Um, they can't seem to find their footing. Once they get going, Britt Baker, holy cow. She didn't need to continue to hold the belt. I don't mind that she lost it when she did. But, you know, my goodness, she was, again, mentioned uh, across all wrestling shows. Anybody that talk, was talking wrestling, they mentioned Britt Baker at her peak. And then it seemed to all get kind of lost with the, the outcast versus the originals. And, you know, you want to talk about that, Soraya. You know, the, the shine on her has just been lost. And I think that that really stinks because you have a strong women's vision. You have um, some great uh, women that can wrestle big matches that can hold big audiences and their attention. But it's hard to, to get that when you don't tell us why. And you don't really focus on the, the, the parts that you need to focus on. Example, you hype the, 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 the four-way um, match to determine the number one contender for the women's title and the main event is for the women's title but it's Sheeta versus the bunny not taking anything away from the bunny phenomenal terrific great wrestler but the more the focus was on the number one contender match why were the why was Sheeta fighting the bunny they didn't talk about it even leading in there was no tension it was nothing hey these ladies are fighting um, they deserve better than that. They deserve a backstage segment. They deserve some tension. The, the, the fans deserve to see um, to see it play out in the ring because we watched it bubble and boil backstage um, or through a promo, something, some sort of interaction. So I see that very often, especially with the women's division um, in AEW. It happens in WWE. It's a shame. It happens um, with with great wrestlers, and it shouldn't. Need to see more from better. Better from that, we need to see the, the women need to be able to show us more. Uh, speaking of more, too many belts. There's so many belts. Uh, the forbidden door is wide open, which is great. I'm going to come back to that. That is not a negative. I'm going to come back to that. So so save that anger. But there's so many belts. Uh, we've seen impact belts come over. We've seen the AAA Mega Championship come over. We've seen Trios Championships from other companies come over. We've seen IG uh, uh, New Japan belts come on in. Ring of Honor and AEW have belts on the same TV show. 
Now we have the the authentic, the, the actual AEW belt that has a giant X spray painted over it. So who are the elite wrestlers? You want me to believe it's the ones with the belts, but you're not telling me what really got them the belts, right? Like a lot of these guys come over again with the dream matches. Cool. I know these guys, but the, the typical fan doesn't. And cool, there's a belt, but everybody has a belt. So what makes each belt special compared to the other one? Who are the elite wrestlers? Who is the champ? Who are um, the top tier? Who are the elite? Um, and I'm not talking about the the, uh, the faction. Obviously, I know who they are. Um, on the WWE side, right? Um, they have the same number on each show. Too many or not. Um, they have the, the big belt and mid-card belt, tag team belts. For the women, the big belt, tag team belts. The tag team belts are just a sham. So they really don't have the one belt. One belt on each show. Going down to NXT, same thing. You have the, the women's uh, and the men's uh, main uh, uh, big belts, uh, mid-card mid belt for the men, tag team belts for, for both, uh, both divisions. You, you, they're designated, <laughs> you know, um, they're the top for each show. We can get into a big argument, well, universal versus world. I'm not getting into that because, again, you have like four different world champions of different sorts in AEW, and that's where my frustration comes in. A lot of anger about all the belts that WWE has or their names. AEW have a lot. Different companies don't know why they're there. Not, not well enough for the fan to come on in. Um, and definitely not enough for me to even really watch. Like, oh, cool, he's going to be there. Don't know why. But, you know, he probably won't be next week because there's nothing behind the appearance. And uh, the one that might create the controversy, hopefully, come on, yell at me, um, blood. The blood and the violence. The headshots, let me go with this. The blood and the headshots. I don't need them. I don't like them. Uh, headshots are something that has been proven to be bad for wrestling. Um, so I'm really shocked, uh, blading as well. I'm really shocked that it's so prevalent in AEW. I know that they released, um, a, a thing saying that, you know, uh, some of that stuff has to be approved, but it shouldn't even have to be approved. And let's be honest, the only people, the only person that gets approved for it is John Moxley. Maybe who he's wrestling and, and, uh, and, and the, um, Blackpool Combat Club, Combat Club, when they're in a, a big, you know, big team versus team match. But for Moxley to bleed so often and then those handful matches he doesn't, it takes away from all of it because, okay, he wrestled a regular match. That guy couldn't even make him bleed. This guy bleeds all over the place and then barely wins matches sometimes, you know, or I shouldn't say barely, but, you know, has to really dig down for them. It's just weird for me. It paints it into a corner of you know, the Bullet Club, uh, excuse me, the the Blackpool Combat Club, they're all about blood and how far they'll go with the violence. Cool. But what happens when they don't have to go that far? It would seem like it's either all the time or what's the point. So blood just doesn't make sense. I think it takes so much away from the storytelling when it's that prevalent. If you're going to go with blading, if you're going to go with color, feel free to do it in, in bigger spots, perhaps. Not you know, weekly, Moxley, chill, bro. Like, it's just too much. Some of these complaints have been, you know, more more heard than others. Um, so a lot of these are not new. I get it. But that's the point. You know, AEW has a lot of growth waiting to happen. 
And there's a lot of areas that I think they can grow that just doesn't seem to be happening. Okay. That's the, that's the frustrating parts of AEW. Let's get into uh, the, what I like. Okay. Let's, you know, hold on. To go back, the, the youth movement in, hold on, actually. The youth movement in AEW is something that is lacking. However, the talent is there. Okay, so let me go into what I like. I almost went negative, kind of, kind of went there, but I let in, you know, I let him in negative, but into the positive, which is the talent of AEW. So, so many great wrestlers, so many um, wrestlers who, with the right, um, with the right booking, with the right storytelling, uh, with the right time, are going to be the future. You know, um, I don't disagree with the talent that they have in that in uh, in that locker room, all those locker rooms. I get going to a third show. I get uh, the point of it, but it does make me nervous that it's overextended because the storytelling is not there. So how many dream matches are you going to have for the talent that is in the mid card? We don't know them well enough to consider any match that they have a dream match. So you got to tell us a little bit. It reminds me of WCW with the cruiser rates, uh, the Jericho, uh, Guerrero, Malenko, Benoit era. Um, you, it's there. You have to put some focus on it. And just putting the young talent, just the vets putting them over all the time doesn't help either. So there has to be a blend. The talent is there. Um, I really miss a lot of those guys, a lot of AEW wrestlers in WWE. I am more of a WWE fan. Uh, but like I said, with that being said, the talent is immense and it's great. And uh, I hope they continue to build them up, but they're missing a lot. Private Party, what happened? Where'd they go? I got to see them at one of their last indie shows and it was amazing. They're great. They have the energy, the look. They came in hot. Um, you know, it, 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 it stinks. It stinks to see that they've kind of faded away. I don't know what happened. Uh, but hopefully, somebody a team like that, some of the originals that came that that were the big signings announced right away. Sunny Kiss, give uh, give more time, more time, give some more time to uh, the wrestlers who were there at the beginning, and the whole big speeches of, let us build these these wrestlers up there to the future. Let us see it because we agree. Let us see it. So, moving on, uh, I love the talent. Um, so here's where it's going to be like, oh, you said it was bad. The wide open forbidden door and the dream matches. I love them. Um, I love them because I love wrestling. So I know these wrestlers. I know why it's considered a dream match. Um, AEW is lacking because you can't get the new fans in. These are fans of wrestling who got tired of WWE and have been waiting for something new. AEW is so new, so different. Welcome back to wrestling. But beyond that, you know, where are the hooks uh, for people to like and respect and understand why these dream matches are so big and can be, are, are so impactful in the wide world of wrestling? Um, and why WWE is missing great opportunities to make, make a lot of money, but also make the fans very, very happy. Um, so I love that we get the opportunity to see Okada versus uh, Daniel Bryan. Are you kidding me? Like, who, come on. It's amazing. Uh, never would have seen him for in WWE, and that was part of why Daniel Bryan wanted to move on. Um, you know, FTR versus the Briscoe brothers, or um, you know, just just some of these. The I, there's a there's a whole bunch, and I'm blanking on a whole bunch of them, and I apologize for that. All I know is 
they're great. They're really, really cool. Um, just you got to give us more to get the uh, the fans uh, that don't know wrestling into AEW. You need more for them. Uh, but I love it. <laughs> Continue with the dream matches. Continue with the with the wide open forbidden door and all the um, the different companies you guys have been working with. It is a blast for the wrestling fan. Um, the action. Man, you guys put a lot of action into um, sometimes short matches. Holy moly, with the with the longer matches, just so much, and it's uh, it is um, it is a, 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 I love it because you put on pay per view quality uh, matches on weekly television, so you're giving it to me for free, which is something that really hurt WCW. So I know you take a lot of aspects from some of the old school promotions, especially WCW, but learn from them. Be careful with uh, giving too much great away because at a certain point, those wild antics, those wild moves that we see every week are going to, you're going to, the fan is going to be numb to them. That's why the ECW and the blood and, and guts have disappeared a, a bit from the mainstream. The fact that it's back is interesting to me, but again, I think it's a very small market from it. I know a lot of pundits have, have said that. I just, uh, I, I, I agree. Um, so, manage the action. Um, tell us the story through the action. Gotta say storytelling a lot, but that is what I love. That's the old school way of wrestling. Um, the old school style. That's what I love. So, uh, anyway. Um, the uh, So, with that, the nostalgia. Right, old school res- uh, wrestling fan. The nostalgia, the surprise entrance to the uh, to the battle royals, such as Glacier. That was so cool. Uh, the fact that there's managers, Arn Anderson is still around. Um, Jake the Snake from time to time. The matches um, that that uh, you know that we've seen classic wrestlers be able to have. Um, we got to see Crowbar wrestle. Um, I, I'm missing a ton. Uh, RVD most recently, and that's really what made me kind of bring up this topic. Giving him a chance to go against Jack Perry was awesome. He can he carried the match, and he's the old dude. Um, uh, that's not a knock against Jack Perry. His character is kind of weak, and I get what they're going for, but it just, I don't know, it's not working for me. Anyway, uh, RVD works for me. RVD works for everybody. He looked phenomenal. He still has it. He still got it. Uh, so let's see what happens with that, that uh, with, with RVD. Let's see where he ends up after this, because I'm sure it, it got a lot of people, a lot of promotions excited to try to bring him back into the fold. Uh, so again, the nostalgia brings light back onto wrestlers who I grew up with, and I appreciate that. Um, gets you know For the, the guys that got step back into the ring, you see their, um, their bookings go up, more research being done on them, more conversation, and that's something I really appreciate from AEW. Keep these acts alive. Keep these these the the uh, the path makers um, front and center from time to time. Just just manage it. Uh, there's stadium stadium stampede matches. I know it may be a little you know like wait you said that the violence is too much. Yes, but in this scenario, this is what I'm talking about where the violence makes sense. This is the payoff between two factions who have just run through each other. Singles matches, tag team matches, multi man matches. You name it, they have done it. This is the payoff. This is the Hell in a Cell style. You know, for me, this is the Hell in a Cell payoff, but for uh, factions. And I love that. 
the the concept is great. Wrestling around the stadium is is so cool. <laughs> um, I miss the concourse uh, fights that used to happen in the Attitude Era. I thought they were a blast. I love that AEW does those from time to time. Um, I'm going to put a pin in that. Uh, I think they're just they're fun. You see viral moments happen across you know across the match, so you get a lot of highlights on it. It brings a lot of attention to wrestling, and that's uh, a, a the big point, right? Get the eyes on it. I think these matches do that. Just be careful that they don't come too late in the feud where it's like, all right, yeah, let's get this over with, you know, action or not. Um, and, you know, uh, luckily they, they it's very random that they've done it or not random, excuse me, it's, it's reserved. So continue that as well. And it'll be something that I think is the best part of AEW and the most innovative, uh, one of the most innovative things that they've, they've brought in. Uh, live shows. I got to go to a live show. Absolutely terrific. It was when Cody Rhodes, it's a while back now. Cody Rhodes versus Malachi. Um, they fought up the stairway. I was right there on that stairway. I got on TV a couple times. I got splashed with beer when Cody hit Malachi with a beer cup. Really fun. Great, great show. Great action, like I said. Just stop giving so much of it away for free. But I can't complain about the live shows that they put on. Um, a buddy of mine got really invested in it, and he wasn't even a fan. He isn't even a fan of wrestling, but he left the show going, wow, that was pretty cool. So that's good, and he's a, he's very cynical. Um, so it's a, the best time to be a fan. That's, that's really what I, I want to make known. I love it. Let's love it. Uh, peace between WWE and AEW fans. It's just at its peak right now. Better even than the Attitude Era for me, and I, I grew up right right with it from the beginning to the end. So, obviously to the end, because I'm so proud. Um, this is the best time that uh, that there's been to be a wrestling fan. So, let me finish up here. We only have a few minutes to go, so let me jump right into the SummerSlam follow-up. Um, a lot of disagreement with SummerSlam. I thought it was really good based on where it was, what was going to happen next. That was my whole thing. What's going to happen next will determine whether SummerSlam was very, very good or god-awful. Because some of the endings were, were suspect and, and uh, questionable. I think because of the follow-ups, SummerSlam went from being uh, possibly not good to very, very good. Let's get into it. Uh, Finn and Seth, it made sense. The finish made sense now because Judgment Day continues to get a lot of shine, a lot of tension. They're taking over Raw. Uh, um, the fans are reacting to them. This, what's happening between Finn and Damien, I'm very excited to see. I have a whole bunch of ideas of where it could go, and I don't know. So that's the point. That's the point of a good story. I don't know where it's going to go, but I'm excited to see. Seth, uh, you know, possibly teasing with Cody. Cody looked like it was right about to happen. Got interrupted by Judgment Day. Exactly what we wanted, because now we had that three-on-three -three match. Shinsuke jumps Cody in line by um, by kinsasha Seth Rollins. Um, exactly. Again, what I want to see, keep Cody away from a belt until he's ready, until it's time and he's ready for Roman. Um, so I loved it. Where does Cody go? I don't care. Wherever he goes, it's going to be phenomenal. He's just on top of his game. Uh, the stuff with, uh, Lesnar was just great. Uh, the bloodline followed up any sort of concern. Any sort of concern should be gone from your mind, in my opinion. Uh, the ending was like, whoa, this is a terrible idea. They jumped the shark. I've heard it across all pundits. I've heard it across friends. I've heard it across fans. Blah, blah, blah. I said it a lot. SmackDown put me back into it. Uh, it felt very close when Jimmy was explaining. Very close to I did it for The Rock. However, it was saved with the full explanation. I love you. I didn't want to see you become Roman. Power changes you. Right? 
Roman became an a-hole. I'm not going to say the bad word. And that made sense. I love you too much for that to happen to you. Um, and I respect it. And I think that that is exactly where uh, it could have... The best place for it to go for me to stay invested. And I would have been anyway because I love this story. But that is where it keeps going. Like, oh my God, they did it again. Um, so I love that. What sold it was Jimmy not aligning with the bloodline. Saying, no, I'm not with you. No way. And then Jimmy, I mean, excuse me, then Jay kicking everybody, super kicking. I know, I know, I know. But then spearing Roman, kicking everybody all over the place, calling Jimmy back down. Are they going to hug? Nope. Jay kicked him too and said, deuces, deuces. I'm out of SmackDown. I'm out of WWE. What happens next? Right? Um, I can't wait to see what happens next. Hopefully Jay is gone for a bit. A good, good amount of time. I think that that's going to just let people just... Whoa, 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 when? Oh, it, it now has to be a time. Jimmy and, and, and Roman and, and Solo, but when, when, where? Let it sit. Let us get real anxious. And then boom, and you're talking about one of the biggest pops you're going to hear. Um, so when Jay comes back, so let it breathe. Keep him off TV. Let us do our thing. Um, next week, I will be talking some uh, AEW, some WWE, some uh, some stories that are in, that are in the news. Uh, I am not a dirt sheet podcast, so I'll keep it uh, to uh, to interesting things that are not dirt sheet related. So anyway, uh, but before I let uh, I let you leave, don't forget while you wait for my newest episode to drop, you can find previous content such as interviews and old episodes with new content on the way on the Armchair Bookers podcast YouTube channel on our Facebook page, our TikTok, and our Instagram, IG. I'm old, so I say Instagram. IG. Like, follow, subscribe, comment, uh, and shout out, as always, to John Kiernan, my producer, and the amazing artist behind my theme, Into the Fire, featuring Mont Easy, which you can find on iTunes, plus his other music, John Kiernan Music. Uh, Thank you, John. Uh, Thanks again to my listeners here. And with that being said, John, throw me into the fire that is wrestling podcasters, podcasting. And as Jay said, deuces. Deuces.